So Stafford Beer uh, has come up with this system. He's been advising companies as a consultant. He's making a pretty good living. And then one he gets a call from this from this this Salvador dude um, who's <laughs> like, hey, um, do you want to come design our entire goddamn economy? Um, <laughs> and how does it work, Ahmed? I'd like to design my economy <laughs> after. <laughs> well, how did how did uh, Allende even know to look this guy up? Was he was notorious? Uh, just. Uh, you know, I've never seen an actual explanation of how in the world Allende came across this stuff. I don't okay. know if it was one of his advisors had read about it or maybe uh, Allende himself had been reading about it. I think I he just, was a bit I of a were, polymath. And we we're talking about poly earlier. But uh, I, I could it, totally believe that. Yeah, he was just into a bunch of different stuff and was a really bright guy. I, I could totally believe that because um, the way that Stafford Beard talks about his conversations with Allende really indicates that Stafford Beer has like to this day and or not to, I guess Stafford Beer died a while back but to his dying day had an enormous admiration for Allende mm-hmm. um and of course like anyone would given that proposition he's like oh, yeah, hell yeah I'm gonna yeah absolutely yeah. um and hops on the next plane um to 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 uh Santiago um so uh, he gets there and he's talking to Allende and he's explaining this entire system. And this is just like one of the, one of the cooler moments in like this whole story of socialist economic planning decentralized. Um, he's talking about this system five, this identity system. And Allende cuts him off before he can start describing it. And he goes, ah, yes, the people. And like, mm. it's just like immediately just pulls this like really awesome fucking moment of like, this isn't some like administrator on high. This isn't some president. This is like everyone. This is, you know, the entire like body of the population. The peoples um, are ones. The people are zeros. <laughs> the people are a third number you might need, but won't. It was, um, I don't know, just this great thing. So they start trying to like implement this, right? They start reorganizing all of the Chilean industry around these principles and trying to do it with um, the mindset of like, we're going to build a decentralized planned economy and we're going to build out this system by which rather than using competitive markets and practices and money and all of that, we're going to try to use this cooperative coordination um, outlined in these principles. We're going to try and use these conflict resolution systems. We're going to try and use these um, there, there are, there's like an entire book he wrote on how to allocate the proper amount of resources to solve a problem and how, how to identify how you do that. Right. They're implementing all of these, like, um, these systems that'll run the entire economy. And so CyberSign was the technological backbone of that. It was a, and it's interesting. It's not nearly as, as like sophisticated and technological as you, as you would think. I think, you know, Anders, you, you messaged to me about it. You described it as like Star Trek economy computers or something like that um and it's, it's actually way more low tech than you would think i mean it's the equivalent i heard it, someone describe it once as being kind of like coordinating an economy with whatsapp um mm. is that these were um essentially they're using telephone lines to rapidly send information back and forth essentially in in, in real time like factory output numbers um yeah and so uh, this is actually interesting so what you were talking about with the with the industrial belts um, I just run into that by a number name. It was it was the sectors. Oh, uh, okay, um, yeah, yeah. It was it was the different sectors, um, and they would kind of feed upwards. And they had four layers, so there were like four recursive layers going upwards. Um, you know, the factory was its own, um, you know, uh, uh, organism, and then it was contained within you know the firm, and then there was the branch, and then there was the sector, and then there was the entire country. Um, and so they were basically these teletype, I, what, are, what are they called? Uh, telex, telex machines that were left over from some other project. 
and just distribute these to all the different factories. And then the factories would communicate with one another within the firm, between the firms, all of this. And they were building out these lines of communication between people. And it was highly lateral. Like if a factory needed something like an input from some other factory, it wasn't like in the Soviet Union where you had to go to like your, your, you know, your firm administering and be like, hey, can I have some more drill bits? We're running out. We can't make anything. And then the guy says, no, I need that. You know, I, I need that funding to, to buy another Mercedes. And you're just like, well, fuck. Right. Um, it was much more direct. Like you just went to the other factory, dude. And we're like, hey, I I want, you know, I, I need these tools. I need these, you know, these these dies. I need these, you know, uh, stamps and presses. And then, then that's how you would get it. It was very lateral and direct. And it was all done through these these telex machines. And um, they they centralized up this like, you know, this this pyramid of, of increasingly like core systems. And the idea is like, I think they have this idea called like algodonics or something like that. And it's sort of like pain pleasure responses. And the idea is you're sending in the modern day, we call these KPIs. These are essentially like you have certain metrics set in advance of like what is success and whether or not it's achieving or failing um, kind of determines like, okay, it's failing really, really bad. Okay. It's going to go up to the next level and they're going to resolve it. And if it, they don't resolve it, then it goes up to the next level. Um, and so the idea was the central system was never really supposed to do much more than watch unless it was real bad. Right. Um, and the central system is where if you ever look up online, I think if, it's, if you go to the Wikipedia page for Project CyberSign, um, you see this picture, this room with these like Star Trek yeah, chairs. Yeah, that's why and I like, thought, that's why yeah. I said Star Trek, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were designed, they were modeled after Star Trek, actually. It was, it was <laughs> almost like a, they were doing it kind of as a, as a slight joke um, about like, this is like some weird like sci-fi stuff we're doing. And they were like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if we made the central command look like Star Trek? And they were like, let's do it and they did it anyway um well and i heard and, too that the idea behind it is that there were it's a circle very intentionally mm-hmm. so that yep. it's so there's sort of like a socratic element to it yeah. and there's buttons on all the chairs but that's to like bring mm-hmm. up different graphs and stuff but yeah. yeah so it was centralized but they didn't want it to be you know totally command yeah Ex- exactly exactly and that's the idea with 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 um vsm models is you're not supposed to ever have the upper echelons like come down and direct anything. Their job mm. is to receive like problems maybe, or maybe run like, you know, future analysis, but they don't really make the decisions themselves. That's not how it's supposed to go unless it's like a big deal or it falls directly in their domain or something mm. like that. Right. Like if two firms are arguing like that and maybe the central system comes in to resolve that. 